Enter Merlin, but beware, do not interrupt his magic. Hi and welcome to another edition of Merlin's Magic here on Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And we started the show 
with a track by a lady called Sophia and something called Constantly. And in a packed show, we've got music by all sorts of pagan artists. So let's carry on with Callan and Hey You. Devon to Delaware, this is Cauldron FM, the sound of magic.
saying please can you play this it's like whoa knock the socks off anyway let's carry on now with a band called one match left and a track called your face cauldron fm the sound of magic mm. 
cannot be erased Your face mm. I know it seems like it was forever ago your eyes they sparkled and your smile seemed to glow I can't remember everything about that night But there is one thing I'll remember all my life Your face It cannot be so often a band comes along and they sort of grab you by the bits and pieces and this one is one of those bands they're called blue milk i know nothing about them at all but there's something about this track that really appeals to me the track is called too weird to function so i hope you enjoy it and get the same feeling as i do I wish I could go outside 
I can see all these chemicals floating around my brain. Breaking windows with skin I'll never see again. Time is my worst enemy. shows regularly you'll know what i do actually like this band and do feature them a fair bit so here's joan of arc and seeds of summer
Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. Next we have a track by a band that I actually really do like. They're called Molly Unfaithful, and this is something called The Mistress. by Andy Prince and Anthea Needs who went by the name of Needs and Prince and this is a track from their debut EP and the track is called 
New Horizons.
Golden FM, the sound of magic. No, you haven't gone mad. That was a bonus track. Came about because of a mistake, but never mind. <laughs> you got two for the price of one there. The first one, of course, was Needs and Prince with their track New Horizons. And from the same LP, there's another track called Devil Song, which I think is a very, very haunting piece of music. So anyway, back on track now. The next one is called That Sunday Feeling. And it's by a lady called Sam Lloyd. And I don't know where Sam operates from. All I know is I got the CD, took this track from it, and thought, yeah, I like that. That's a nice song. So here's Sam Lloyd with that Sunday feeling on Cauldron FM, The Sound of Magic.
The next piece is by a band called Livia Pie and the Elementals. And it's a track called The Magician. And I nearly got to see this performed live. We were supposed to have been on a show together, which was part of a festival. At the last minute, I had to withdraw for circumstances beyond my control. But Livia and I had spoken a number of times before the gig, so we became sort of internet friends. Unfortunately, as I say, I couldn't do the gig. I'm hoping that this opportunity will present itself again in the next 12 months and that we can actually get together. So in the meantime, here is Livia High and the Elementals with a track called The Magician. Yeah. 
The Ultimate in Entertainment, Dave Baxter.
Dr. Flynn could have been a very happy wife Taking the hand of a man she'd wanted all her life Working career came first that year she wanted respect But she was easy on the eyes and became the boss's pet Choices we make and things we say create the hands of fate. The things she did and words she said drove her man away. She pushed herself, ignored her health, and began to fall apart. Doomed is the soul who ignores their broken heart. Oh no, no, no. Sometimes you lose it all. first one was Klaus Bowling's band Electrum with a track called Red Lead taken from their album A Night at the Opera and then the second one was a band called Dr Flynn with a track called Caravan of Thieves. I don't know any of the history of that particular piece of music but what I do know is that there was a steampunk fair in Ilfracombe where I live. Rumour has it that they actually played at that steampunk event. So I can't substantiate it, I don't know, but that was Dr. Flynn and Caravan of Thieves. So let's move on now with Dan Lucas and Scott Jeans with Words We Speak. Expect 
dark mind And at the crossroads She'll be your guide She will lead you To your dark mind And at the crossroads She'll be your guide She's teacher And experience She is wisdom She is grown She is teacher experience she is wisdom she is grown she is grown she is crown she is crown she is grown she is grown she is grown she is crown she is crown she is grown at the crossroads of all knowledge she sits and stirs at the crossroads with the cauldron of all knowledge she sits and stirs sits and stirs she is crown she is crown she is crown she is grown she is grown she is grown
you're listening to Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And now it's time for our crystal of the month, brought to you by Ems from Saltwater Gaia. Merry meet, this is Ems from Saltwater Gaia with this meet's crystal of the month segment. I'm a self-employed crystal healing master practitioner and teacher based on the beautiful North Devon coast, but I work around Devon, Cornwall, Somerset and even further afield, including remotely. I offer other energy healing modalities, including massage and aromatherapy, but crystals are my passion and specialty. I also teach courses from beginner to practitioner levels, plus a wide range of workshops and meditation circles for children to adults at all levels. This month, we're going to be looking at Magical Moonstone. But there's a lot of it. And to be honest, this is one crystal that I could go on about forever and ever. So there's definitely going to be to be continued with this one. So consider this a moonstone part one. So there's no points for guessing that moonstone gets its name from its lunar appearance. And some of the various varieties actually look like moonbeams. Now I say varieties because there are several, hence it's being a two-parter. But all moonstone comes from the feldspar family and it can be found in Australia, Sri Lanka, Myanmar, Madagascar, Brazil, India, the US, but also smaller pockets worldwide. Now you may not know, but moonstone can be found in different colours and I'm going to sort of work with two or three of these today and then another in a follow-up part. All are reasonably commonly available. As I talk generally about Moonstone today, I'm focusing specifically on the most widely available kind of creamy brownie coloured Moonstone. Moonstone is known for its twinkle, this kind of milky moonbeam glow that appears just below the surface of a tumble or a polished stone. Only Rainbow Moonstone exhibits this labradorescence and this is because it's such a close cousin of labradorite, which is where you get the mostly blue flash. If you think about the moon itself, it produces no light of its own, but it actually reflects the sunlight, which enhances it. It transforms into moonlight, where it softens with the silvery glow we all love. So moonstone lit by candle, for example, will work in exactly the same way. And that's one of my favourite ways of working with it as well, other than under the moon. It's been a stone of the goddess for at least 4,000 years, and so much of the law that exists connects it to the lunar goddesses. In one medieval text, they talk of the twinkle waxing and waning with the moon itself. Might be something to look out for the next time you give your, your moonstone a, a moon bath. Moonstone helps us to live with the natural world and her seasons and with how the moon affects it. So it's not surprising that it supports our monthly natural cycles, the menopause, teen hormones and of course pregnancy. Moonstone as a whole balances female energies, so many women find it an empowering gemstone. Now, you may find yourself overly sensitive to certain types, so I do urge you to try with every different type until you find the right one for you. It's not just for us goddesses, though. Men find Moonstone a good choice when they need to tap into their feminine intuitive side more and to balance too much testosterone, as well as chip away at social conditioning that can lead to um, toxic masculinity. Spiritually, Moonstone is said to provide guidance and security to anyone who wears it. In fact, it was once known as the Traveller's Stone um, and has been used for, uh, you know, for safe passage for, you know, for aeons. This is probably because the moon travels through the 12 houses of the zodiac in each sort of monthly cycle or 20, every 29 and a half days to be exact. And as the moon governs the oceans and the tides, it will also protect the traveller over water. 
moon energy rules all the clairs okay so your clairsentience your clairaudience clairgustience all of those clairs also divination prophecy dreams a moonstone will support and facilitate all of these so if you're wanting to work on you know your natural psychic gifts that we all have then moonstone is a fantastic way of doing that Emotionally, Moonstone helps you to draw strength from your emotions, as well as finding forgiveness of yourself and others. So you can wear it or carry it on you for this. If these emotions are quite harsh um, or going to be hard work, then you can soften the effects a little by working with rose quartz alongside. Magically, you can add Moonstone to pouches. Um, You can wear an amulet for protection, store it with your tarot cards and oracle decks or runes or whatever divination tool you use. And this will enhance your connection with them and to spirit. You can make um, moon water even more special by adding uh, Moonstone, okay, a tumble at the new or full moon um, for even more magical working so that you can use it for all sorts of things from there. Now, one thing I do want to mention is moon sensitivity. And you often hear this phrase bandied about a lot when the moon is mentioned. Moon sensitivity is at its worst for most people during a full moon. It's not the case for everyone. It can equally be the new moon. So for me, certainly, I know that when the the moon is waxing to full, sleep patterns are out the window, dreams are more vivid, weird psychic stuff, weird just spirit stuff happens, lots of coincidences. And I certainly can't be around certain types of moonstone at that point. Other people, it's sort of around the dark moon where we have this void of of any moon in the sky, which is usually the day before a new moon. So you need to kind of, again, just check your cycles. You know, if you keep a moon diary, sort of you can work for a 29 and a half day cycle, work with one of the moon apps, see what the moon's doing and just note your emotions, your feelings, how you're feeling physically and so on. And that will help you to tune in to any moon sensitivity. Now, the term lunacy originated from the fact that people's mental states are strongly linked to the moon. So you may be thinking, that moon sensitivity what is this basically some of us are more strongly impacted than others and those of us who have moon sensitivity are likely to experience some or all of these symptoms during changes in the moon cycle i've mentioned restless sleep that's me to a t you can sometimes get a bit of a fuzzy or cluttered mind clumsiness lethargy or exhaustions really intense emotions out of nowhere or you know very strong uh, mood swings back and forth and also aggravation and frustration so whereas you you tut a bit you know for somebody cutting you up in the traffic moon sensitivity you're liable to swear your hair off or something like that so yeah be aware of these as well so if you do suffer from moon sensitivity, you're definitely not alone. I, th- I don't know. I, th- I would say probably nine out of 10 people do to, to some extent. So be kind to yourself, rest during your sensitive time and work with calming and less stimulating crystals such as rose quartz, selenite, which of course is named after Selene, the Roman goddess of the moon, is, is a good um, alternative. Or look at using black moonstone, which is what I'm going to talk to you about next. Now, Black Moonstone, my absolute, absolute favourite of Moonstones, okay? The name's a little confusing because the colour can vary from like a a silvery grey up to the black where it's actually quite solid with with a little bit of um, white in there too. Black Moonstone links intrinsically with the crone aspect of the goddess, so the dark and new moons, and it's also magically associated with protection, mystery, shadow work, healing and glamours. So you can use Black Moonstone when you're wanting to work with the darker goddesses like um, Hecate. 
because of my moon sensitivity at the full moon, I find black moonstone perfect to work with. Okay, it's very good at improving your intuition for grounding and earthing you to bring in that scattered energy back into the present and offers more profound protection than other moonstone. If you have difficulty meditating, then this is the one for you. And it takes you deeper into the depths of your psyche where you find those stale patterns needing the most urgent release. I found the darker the moonstone, the more you can access the subconscious. With black moonstone, there is the reminder that hope is on every horizon with the dawn, even in our darkest moments. There's the the saying in Reiki just for today. And there's that reminder that with every dawn brings a fresh new day and that fresh start. Wearing a black moonstone pendant can envelop your entire being and energy in the cloak of the crone. Okay, it's very powerful for this. And here she can guide you and keep you from harm. Finally, but my no means exhaustively, you can also use black moonstone for any banishing and binding spells. And it's said that an essence of black moonstone, so a gem water, can be used to undo curses and jinxes and any other negative magical workings aimed at you. So I'm also going to talk about rainbow moonstone because that's the absolute opposite side of the the spectrum. So you've got this beautiful, dark, earthy, protective black moonstone and right at the other end you've got rainbow moonstone. Now I briefly mentioned it earlier and it makes sense to focus on this one and we will save peach, white and green moonstones for another time. So where black moonstone links with the crone aspect, the rainbow with this brilliant blue flash, okay, remember it is a close cousin of labradorite, okay, Um, so it's known as white labradorite sometimes as well. This one is all about the maiden and mother aspects, okay? It actually earned its name in the 1980s to differentiate it from the other moonstones that don't have this colour flash. They have that little moonstone twinkle, but they don't have this common flash. And, you know, if you're really lucky, you will see yellows, pinks, oranges, or even purple. I tend to wear a beautiful little rainbow moonstone ring that has the most, it's almost completely blue, blue flash on it but that has to come off when we start waxing um up to the full moon so a couple of days before that one comes off because that that just sends it heightens all the the negative moon sensitivity for me it is generally considered that rainbow moonstone has a much higher vibration than the others um, which is why you would avoid working with it on the full moon however it does bestow peace and joy So it's beloved by many witches for altars and during many rituals and spells because it intensifies the efficacy of your magical workings. So you can use rainbow moonstone to strengthen the aura, to release stale energy that's hiding out there. It's also said to promote a youthful appearance and overall well-being. So if you make moon water or a gem water with rainbow moonstone, use it sparingly. (laughs) Okay. It's wonderful for enhancing psychic gifts such as crystal ball gazing, tarot, tea leaf reading, and so on. So try placing it on your brow chakra during meditation or simply for invoking the goddess for her blessing. So thank you for joining me for this month's Crystal of the Month. Blessed be, and I will continue Moonstone maybe next time. Thank you. When the big black book of magic was invented, it was inspired by a true magician. Well, that was fantastic Crystal of the Month there, Ems. Thank you so much. Learned a lot about Moonstone that I didn't know. Anyway, we're going to now start to wrap the show up. This is a track by 
a band called Astralasia and something called Soul E Stomp. And Astralasia was put together in conjunction with very, very good friend of mine, Peter Prokovnik, who is a fabulous artist, a great guitar player. So this is Astralasia with Soul E Stomp. Thank you very, very much for listening. Have a great next couple of weeks and I'll speak to you again very, very soon. This is the Merlin saying bye for now. Blessed be.
Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take! Ha <laughs> ha!